I trolled the IMDb message boards because uh, fanboys love this yes, movie. Yes, they do. And I was so annoyed by all the love I was getting that I actually trolled the boards for a couple of days, which I've never done in my life. I've never been a troll, but I hated it. Uh, I disagree with that there, Batman boy. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah, this guy that's, type that's, quite that's a bit true. of stuff on that's IMDb. That's true. Batman okay, pages. that's true. I've, that's, uh, you're right. <laughs> troll. And that's coming up. That's coming up. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fiction. Nom nom nom. nom this nom, is nom. this is the top five most overrated movies episode. We always do top fives here, and it could be anything. But this week is a much looked forward to episode. For the past several months, I've talked about a movie that I felt is overrated, but it, and Jacob loves. He's this been movie. tormenting me. I with. have been. The torment, he has no idea what it is. Tonight is finally the big reveal. And I'm actually really looking forward to not just that, but talking about it's fun to hate on movies. Mm-hmm. And most of the lists we've done have been things we love. Top five favorite actors, top five favorite horror movies. They've been things we love. Tonight we get to talk about five things we hate. No, which no, is no. I'm overrated because I've been with a whole other list of movies I just hate. Well, that's true. That's true. Right. I don't necessarily hate. That's a good point. Uh, but we are going to bring out the negative because gotcha. I don't hate all these movies, but I want to bring up the things that I think are overrated. It's like about. I so could it's like say it's, Godfather 2 is an overrated movie because I think it's really long, but really I don't believe that because I think Godfather 2 is a great movie. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were about to fight. <laughs> so we're going to count down our top five most overrated movies of all time on Pulp Fiction, starting with Jacob's number five. Most overrated movie of all time. Any stipulations before we get to yeah, this? Yeah, the only stipulations I really had was that I didn't put movies on here that I hate because I didn't put movies on here that were obvious. You know, uh, maybe obvious is, is the wrong word. Like, like they're, they're, like they're already mediocre or something. So right. is it a movie that generally people like talk up or maybe someone won an award for or you yes. see it constantly brought up and I'm like no I completely disagree with that I think that um, the, we're in the same boat then because I did the same thing like I'm not going to talk about the Twilight movies they make a millions and millions and millions of dollars right. and a certain fraction of the public loves them right but let's be honest I think everybody knows they're overrated well even better than Twilight let's just talk about the, the Mockingjay series or movies because they, I don't think they're a great movies I don't think people see them as great movies so really technically they're not overrated now I'll say I don't think it should have made a hundred million dollars right, that's right. What, so it's a hundred million dollars overrated right but that's where some of this is coming from yeah okay this will be fun Jacob yeah. your number five favorite most or most overrated movie of all time um, I have the Lord of the Rings Return of the King dude right here uh, all right, I love the first choice. movie. I think The Fellowship of the Rings is a fantastic movie. I actually agree with that as um, well. It's well done. It's a, it's a natural effects, what do you call it? Um, uh, oh. Uh, not a whole lot of CGI, so it's yeah. – um, uh, in that regard and I think it's a lot more character development a lot more well shoot just real characters even the yeah. bad guys are are not CGI and you kind of feel the threat you're in with it and then boom you have the two tires I actually include two tires in this as well I agree actually, with Return of the yes. King yes. and one we have a movie that's too long two we have a movie that's so CGI I mean I almost may as, may as well have been watching the Star Wars prequels to a, to a point Yes, I think the stories are better than obviously than those but I mean we have a movie that's so, so driven by CGI that I can't get invested because I don't believe with what I'm seeing. I agree. And it becomes so much of a war epic as opposed to a character development and like the, the yes there's some destruction of um, The Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't 
and I believe that it won Best Picture because of the series, That's because absolute, of maybe what it yes, achieved, 100%. not because this third movie was the best in the series. Fellowship yep. of the Rings, the best movie in this By movie far. in the series, and so there might be people that argue that. And but I mean, it's got three movie, it's got three endings in it. It just went oh, way too long. Gosh, I just um, I thought it was over, then I thought it was over. Right, Frodo was, was the Hobbit I was speaking of. Uh, so it's it's there. There's the component, components of it, but I think ultimately because of the lack of natural natural effects, um, I I. I completely disagree. That it should never won Best Picture. That is so funny. I, I didn't know your feelings on this. We haven't really talked about Lord of the Rings. But you I love won- the first one. But that's what I was going to say. 100%. I actually agree with every word you said because I love the first one as well. Second one, all I remember is them walking over hills. Oh, I think the second one is the worst one. It is. It's, nothing happens. I feel like nothing happens. Right. For three hours, they're just walking. Third one, there's some interesting things that happen. But like you said, sure, it's way over long. Together. And the fact that it won Best Picture is a joke because it just won for the series. That's the main reason I put it in. There. 100% agree. I agree with that as yeah. well. Rachel, your number five most overrated movie of all time. Gravity. Good choice. I actually... Nominated for Best Picture. Boring. Pretty boring. Now, I believe I, I could be wrong, it. but I was going to say, I bet you Jacob loves it. One, it's a space movie. It, two, it's technically it fantastic. So, it is. So it good. Is. Well done. I didn't. Yeah. I don't have a problem with you saying that. It, it was technically well done and all those things, sure. but storyline I just didn't the dialogue and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And, I just didn't. I, I, I agree with didn't this. think <laughs> it was that. And, but there were, I, I mean, it wasn't. Overrated from a technical aspect. It was a oh, beautiful it's, movie. It's, and it's like actually that. one of the few movies that I thought was amazing on, on 3D. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I just... But her talking and thinking out loud. Yeah. Right? Yep. It was terrible. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. And I didn't care about her. I didn't she at all. I didn't care that she died. Character. Actually, because it, because it dragged to me, I was kind of hoping that it would just like hurry up and die or whatever you're going to do because yes. I don't care. Okay. Hey, Matt. Since I had to listen to endless hours of your storytelling this week, I need for you to do me a favor. You are going to see a little girl with brown hair. Very messy. Lots of knots. She doesn't like to brush it. That's okay. Her name is Sarah. Can you please tell her that Mama found her red shoe? She was so worried about that shoe, Matt. I need to care. Yeah. You can dazzle me with all the effects and, and technical wizardry you want. And it was beautiful to look at. And the sound was beautiful. But if I don't care about your character yeah. and actually kind of kind of find you unlikable, little, yeah. really the best part of the movie to me was George Clooney, yes, and he, he only was. hung around for like twenty minutes. Yep. And then once he like, I thought the best sequence was when like he was going away slowly, yeah. slowly. <laughs> but it was interesting. Right. But then once he was finally gone, I was like, oh, all right, well, now we're just stuck here with we are her. With this person, Great. not even convincing me that these that they're an astronaut. Right? Yes. Right. Good choice. It, it was one of my honorable mentions. Both of your f- number fives were my honorable mentions. Um, my number five most overrated movie of all time. Uh, this is the only one that's a classic. I have some in my honorable mentions. The Seventh Seal. Have either of you seen The Seventh Seal? Never no. heard of it. Oh, you've never heard of it. 
The seventh seal is okay. The reason I'm bringing it up because movie snobs uh, like us, elitists like us, uh, are in love with the seventh seal. They swear by seventh Max von Sydow. Sydow. Yes, you say his name. You've seen. I know for a fact. Ingmar Bergman directed it. Okay. Yeah, Bergman is huge. Like amongst movie elitists, once you delve further and further into the crevices, it's foreign. It's black and white. It's foreign and old. But I mean, like on the top 250 list, it's 132, and I'm positive it's probably on the AFI list. Like movie critics love it. Apparently, it was influential in some sort of way. Um, but it is boring. Not only is it boring, but it is weird and pretentious, and it's so like it's a movie. It's like. We're smart. Isn't this smart? Look how clever this is. It looks like it's very um, – oh, let's see. A man seeks answers about life, death, and the existence of God as he plays chess against the Grim Reaper during the Black Plague. Yes. that's and, and So very philosophical. Very like. philosophical. It's, it's all philosophy. The entire movie is like, oh, smart, clever philosophy. Oh, well, I'm going to up that with more smart fl- – smart clever philosophy oh well here's a really deep metaphor so they're well, being literal when they say playing chess against the Grim reaper because the third character that's on the i don't know on the casting list is death yeah so, and you've seen you've seen the images there's some iconic images of him playing chess like if i showed you a picture of him playing chess with the grim reaper you've seen that before i mean it's an iconic picture uh well you're saying have, have you seen I've that actually never seen that before it's uh-uh. listen Movie elitists and snobs love Inger Bergman. I um, like this. <laughs> love this movie. Uh, I was bored to tears, and I was like, okay, I get it. You, you're into philosophy, and you're smart, but you made a really boring-ass movie. How long is it? It's only an hour and a half, but it feels like it's six hours. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, but I, I would like for you both to watch it only to see if you feel – because we are movie snobs. But I feel like there's different levels of movie snobs. Right. It's one of those overly pretentious. It probably wasn't good, but you felt like it was smart. and You probably didn't get it, so you're going to say you got it, so you sound super smart. 100% agree. I yes, had a few yes. of those on the list that I didn't really bring up because I feel like if you're not a movie elitist, they're not overrate. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Jacob, you're, but I do want you guys to see it just because I want to see I'll your. I'll probably watch it at some point okay. now. I've never, never even heard of it. Okay, because uh, there's a lot of movies in the before the '70s that I just don't know about. Right. Uh, my number four movie is The Big Lebowski. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Now, as a Coen Brothers fan, uh, I love most of their movies. Honestly, I like the first half of The Big Lebowski. But I get that. Whenever yeah. people talk about the greatest comedies of all time. I can't tell you how many people, and usually people who have good taste in movies, think this is the best comedy of all time. And yeah, there's some funny elements in it, but I think this, the second half of this movie completely falls apart. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've turned it off, fell asleep, was disengaged, and I've seen it multiple times through. I mean, I've tried to, I own this movie because I've tried to give it that many shots. It's not that I'm that dumb or I'm missing something. It's, I just don't think it's that good. I get it. <laughs> In the limo, you son of a bitch. No argument. Hey, 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 careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? Start talking and talk fast, you lousy bum. We've been frantically trying to reach you, dude. Where is my goddamn money, you bum? Well, well we... I, 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 I don't... They did not receive the money, you nitwit. They did not receive the money. Her life was in your hands. This is our concern, dude. No, man, nothing is fucked here. Nothing is fucked? No, man. The goddamn plane has crashed into the mountain. 
Well, man, come on. Uh, who are you going to believe? Those guys are... We dropped off the damn money. We? I. The royal we. You know, the editorial, I dropped off the money exactly as per... Look, man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and... You know, has it ever occurred to you that instead of... Uh, you know, running around uh, uh, blaming me, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? I actually get that. I love the Big Lebowski, but... I think it's well done. Sorry. I, love I do agree Lebowski. that it falls off in the second that's half. The, I, that's always been my complaint about it. To me, it would be a 10 because the first half is a 10 to me, but the second half is like a 7 to me. Right. Uh, because it does lose its way, and that's why I end up giving it probably like an 8.5 because it's in between a 7 and a 10. Right. Sounds like an 8 uh, to me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love the first half. I, I love John Goodman I, in I this movie. I think the characters are great. I think it. Walter I think is some, hilarious. Some and, and of course, the dude is hilarious. Philip Seymour Hoffman's oh, character yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Bridges is great in it. The, uh, the dream Bridges. sequences are funny. Yes. Uh, yeah. Those little things like the that. The Jesus but is like, funny. It's kind of when you get the G- Julianne Moore character. Yes, in the that's, yes. that's my biggest. Yes. It's, like, it's like, where are we going with this? I hate so her character. I hate yes. her character. She's, she runs the mo- that part of the movie. Every time she's in it, I would just kind of like to fast forward through her. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with that. I actually, actually, that's the only thing. I don't even think it's so much the second half of the movie. I just think that she's in the second half a lot. And every time she's in it, she pulls the movie down. Yeah. Anytime she's not in it, I think it's hilarious. Anytime she's in it, I'm like, this is stupid. Right. Anytime they're in the bowling alley scenes, I love those sequences. Yeah. Sam Elliott um, is great. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I still give this movie a pretty good score. I mean, there's a lot of other movies on my list that I don't. But I just don't get it. And and I don't think I'm that dumb. So. No. No, you no, get it. It's, hey, I love The Big Lebowski. I'm a big fan. But I get exactly what yep. you're saying. Yeah. I so agree. So I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I agree. Uh, and I quote it all the time. I think it's hilarious. I mean, I think Fargo totally is a far funnier movie than The Big Bowski is. Interesting. And I know that you don't like Fargo very much. It's, it's an honorable mention on my uh-huh. most overrated movies list. Yeah. <laughs> but that more so goes to like the acting and like them making fun of Northerners and little things like that. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Anyway. Rachel, your number four most overrated movie of all time. It's new, but I'm going to put it on the list because it ticked me off that much. Mad Max Fury Road, which we've reviewed, so yes. I don't have a whole lot I'm not surprised to, it came to up. add. Um, but just, and I haven't even heard a lot about it since then. I, I mean, I'm sure that when another Mad Max comes out, that hype will be all around it again, but I don't feel like it's carried over where, I, I don't think we're going to see it at the Oscars. I don't think we're going to hear a buzz about it being one of the best movies of the year as far as that's concerned. Uh, but just the public hype around it was so ridiculous. Public hype and critical hype. It was. I mean, I guess we could see. Yeah, it was really critically acclaimed. But it's I ninety eight percent. Do you feel like tomatoes. it's getting a lot of buzz for like Oscar buzz? No, it won't have that. No, okay. it won't have that. But for um, technical standpoint, it's gonna technical it, it'll standpoint it, sweep the. That's fine, aspect. and that's fine and that's, with me. And that's fine. and it's gonna be a cult film for years. I mean, here is the thing: because the, we're at the end of the year now, we're. People are already putting out their top ten, right? You know, whatever of the year, and I've already seen Mad Max come up. Yeah, for for viewers, for, for, I'm sorry, for listeners who are just kind of listening to us for the first time, this was our very first movie that we did back in May, mm-hmm. and when we came out, you know, Guns Ablaze, and we ripped it apart. We did, but I watched it a second time. I've watched it three times now, and um, I'm kind of more on board with them than I am with Rachel, even though I, I 
get where she's coming from because that's how I felt originally too. But it's more so the going back to original effects, you know, um, natural effects. What's the darn ver- verbiage for it? Uh, um, unless we CGI. Said, we've said it a million times. Oh, on I said the it show. earlier uh, today. Uh, anyway, it's it's that, and it's like this, you know, this crazy story in this world. That and I have I have know, no problems with all practical, that. I, practical, practical effects. effects. Oh I'm gosh. on board with all of that. <laughs> but as far as getting all but, of these deep, meaningful. It's like life-changing things out of the storyline when really they went from point A to point B to point A and that was yeah. the whole movie. That yeah. was the entire movie. Well, it is because and I of got the practical nothing. effects is why people are just going nuts about it. And it's got the you know, storyline, but it's because what? of those practical effects. And is that enough to give it a 10? A best movie of the well, decade, no. of what, which I'm already hearing? Exactly. exactly. That's why it's so overrated. Right. Well, no, because I'm also hearing a lot of people like this movie, this storyline, like what it meant and all of the meaning behind everything, like yeah. yeah, it's not it's not just a practical effects because if that's what you enjoyed about it, then cool, I got no issue with that. It's the people that found some really deep meaning in this storyline that was really super simple, and there is no deep meaning in it. There, to me, those are like pretentious movie watchers that are finding things that they want to be there. Yeah, so, I agree with that one hundred percent. It's in my honorable mentions. So uh, it, it just ticked me off enough to make number four. Yeah, people are. It's just like they're like it's going to change everything. It's like yeah. I will leave that when I see it. Right. Yeah. I trolled the IMDb message boards because uh, fanboys love this yes, movie, they do. and I was so annoyed by all the love is getting that I actually trolled the boards for a couple of days, which I've never done in my life. I've never been a troll. But I hated it. Uh, I disagree with that. There, Batman boy. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yeah, this guy that's, type that's, quite that's a bit true. of stuff on that's IMDb. True. Okay, pages. that's true. I've, that's uh, you're right. <laughs> and that's coming up. That's coming up. I'm definitely a troll about uh, Batman. Uh, my number four most overrated uh, movie of all time is The Hangover. Uh, I'll jump in here because it's my number three. Uh, is it really? I'll, I'll jump in there too because it's my number three. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. We had no idea about no, this. No, we've never discussed this. We haven't over, discussed this think. at all. No. That is so funny. It's yeah. not funny. It's yeah. not a funny movie. It is a dumb, it is a dumb movie. comedy. It is a dumb comedy, and people went absolutely berserk for it. I mean, people were saying it was the funniest movie. I've heard like funniest movies since Airplane. I'd heard funniest movies since Dumb and Dumber. I'd heard funniest movies since Big Lebowski. I mean, like people were saying, like people say it's the funniest movie of the two thousands. It made like six hundred million dollars. That's an exaggeration, but it made like a See, ton of money, and its sequels have made a ton of money. Is, the sequels have been progressively the worse and worse. Are terrible. They're terrible. I didn't even watch Awful. the third one because I the second either. was so bad. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They're. Terrible. I mean, this is, it's it's gro- overall it's grossed four hundred and sixty one million dollars. That is insane uh, it, for a movie that they they re- revolve to screaming or gross effects or way say. over the top effects that just aren't funny. Nope. There are some things that I can laugh about. You know, yes. getting knocked out by Mike Tyson that was funny. I agree with that. But in 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 the whole picture of it all i really just want to see them get drunk not them trying to solve a yeah. crime the, yeah. the pictures at the end you know, were the most interesting part of the entire the movie the pictures the and the credits yep. yep it was that was the funniest I, that was the hardest i laughed as well okay kids you're in for a real treat today these gentlemen have kindly volunteered to demonstrate how a stun gun is used to subdue a suspect that's right Wait, what now, there's two ways to use a stun gun. Up close and personal. Really <laughs> <laughs> or you can shoot it from a distance. Now, do I have any volunteers who want to come up here and do some shooting, huh? All right, how about you, young lady? Come on up here. All right. Let's go, handsome. Come on. Not you, fat Jesus. Slide it on back. You, pretty boy. 
All right, now it's real simple. All you got to do is point, aim, and shoot. All right? Okay, <laughs> you don't really want to do this. You can do this, just focus. Don't listen to this maniac. Let's think this thing through. Finish him! But to me, like not to be offensive to people that like this movie, but to me, this is lowest common denominator humor. This is people yes. getting kicked in the crotch mm-hmm. humor. This like, is a this step is above not... Adam Sandler movies to me. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I can't put it on Adam Sandler. Just because I did barely. laugh a little bit because I don't laugh in Adam Sandler's right. at all. <laughs> uh, His recent ones. Well, like, in the last not 10 not, years. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but to me, I just, I, that stuff's not funny. It's not smart. It's not funny. And you, it's like people falling over like, oh yeah, that's so funny. And Zach people... Galifianakis became a superstar because of this, which is so ridiculous to me. He, like his, he, uh, I mean, I get he, it. He was okay. I, I was going to say but... he was okay. Yeah. And if you're going to rate like who was the funniest movie, I guess it was Zach Galifianakis. Yes. yes. His character was the funniest. There certainly wasn't, um, what's his name? Uh, Ed Helms. Ed yeah. Helms was, was, was totally exhausted. wasted. He was terrible. It actually really upset me because I thought Ed Helms was hilarious in The Office. Yeah. But he didn't get much credit for that. But then he does this movie, which wasn't funny. And then he became a star because of this. Well, I think Ed Helms was, is one dimensional. You know? I agree. He's one dimensional. Yeah. But I liked him as Andy Bernard in The Office until they ruined him in the last two seasons. Yeah, uh, I agree. I had high hopes for him. Those have been dashed. Yeah. yeah. To me, Bradley Cooper was the biggest surprise of this movie because this is what made him huge. This is right was. after Wedding Crashers. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he was all, it seemed like all the rave after this movie. Oh, yeah. He became, he became like a, a sex symbol. He household became like name. Household name. And he was just kind of your typical straight man douche guy to me yeah. in, in The Hangover. And, and actually, I had an attitude against Bradley Cooper becoming a superstar because of this movie. I was like, why is this dude? So for the first couple of years that Bradley Cooper was a star, I had an attitude against him because I thought he was just like regular douche guy. Now, I've actually come to <laughs> like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Because he's actually proven to be a good actor and actually seems like a pretty good dude. But because I was so mad at The Hangover, I didn't like Bradley Cooper becoming a star because of it. Yep. I agree with that. And um, Ken Jong, not funny at all. I no, actually no. thought his one line was funny when he was, he said something, motherfucker. I yeah. thought that was funny. See, I, like, he's just so he, hit. I don't even me. remember that. I just, um, I didn't it's think just it not, was funny. I just, that's the part where sometimes it's, I need things that are more believable, and him and this scrawny little Asian guy being in control of this it whatever world, it's just dumb. It was dumb. I agree. It's not the, funny. The movie I, was... And launched his career these, as well. It did. Yeah. I mean, these are the reasons so much why movie. I prefer all these Steve Martin movies, where while they're stupid, they still, they're at least clever in how they, you know, right. how they do it. It's Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber is stupid, but there's at least some characters that I care about. I there's, there's a dumb storyline, but with smart, clever jokes. Yeah, the smart, clever right. writing about dumb characters. Right. That's a big difference. Right. Yeah. Like, these people are playing dumb characters, the Steve Martins yeah. and Jim Carrey's. But the writing is clever and smart. Well, Hangover. maybe that's another thing to this movie, too, is that, like, you know, with comedies, it rarely there's this much action in it. Now, I'm not saying that that's bad, and we've never seen a movie that's a comedy that's got this much action in it. Um, not that I can recall off the top of my head, anyway. But does it work? You know, right. do the the chase sequences, the car chase car, car chase sequences work, and, uh, and and that sort of thing? 
it just it was just too much, you know. It was it's dumb. Just, they the could have they could have done so much more. Gosh dang it! It's too bad they didn't call us the drunk instead of the hangover because yeah. that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would have been fun. Yeah, and we just and we missed all that. Only to find Ann Helms with a missing tooth and yeah, so the fourth man of the party missing the entire movie, which he was a dumb bad actor anyway. Yeah, um, it just wasn't good. No, yeah. I'm so glad we all had that listed. I had no idea that. So that's going to zip back down. So you're three, three. So my, now. My number three. Now this one may be a shocker. I don't know. This may shock. This will definitely. This movie is beloved, and I thought my memory of this movie was really good. I loved it as a kid. I thought, and then I watched. Oh, it as I know a, where you're going with this because we watched it together. I watched it as a grown up, and I was so disappointed in this movie, the ghost, uh, Ghostbusters. I, I was shocked by how boring it was. It's so boring. Have you watched it as an adult, Jacob? Yeah, I, I think it's still really fun to watch. People, I mean, here, I actually feel bad about bringing it up because I like the idea of Ghostbusters. I would, I wore a Ghostbusters shirt to Halloween this year. Like, I think it's I, great for its time as well. You know? I, I think the concept is great still, and I think anytime they're ghost involved, like the 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 Marsh Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. When Sigourney Weaver does her thing, uh, I still think Rick Moranis was actually really funny in he it. Was. Surprisingly, oh, I yeah. thought he was the funniest character. Yeah, you would think that he would kind of be annoying when you get right. older, but he's still pretty funny. He's still pretty funny. But we I love watched you, Rick Moranis. It, uh, but I watched it, uh, and I just I watched it as a doll. I was like, "This is really boring." And like Bill Murray, like in my memory, because I like Bill Murray, uh-huh. I thought he was hilarious. As an adult, I didn't really think he was that clever or funny. I really like it because it's not too slapstick for a movie that, you know, I don't think it takes itself too seriously. And for the subject matter, that's why I still really liked it because it didn't go overboard. And that's what's so great. A lot of those 80s uh, comedians is that with a lot of those 80s comedies, think about Eddie Murphy, Steve Martin. They don't ever result to what Will Ferrell and Eddie, and well, right. now Eddie Murphy does. They scream right. to, to make you laugh. Hangover BS. Yeah. I mean, so they still rely on dialogue and building up a storyline. That's why I still like Ghostbusters. I know what you're saying. See, but this is where we sometimes have a different opinion on slow movies or not. Right. Because um, I still think the original Ghostbusters is good. I don't think it warrants a sequel that they're coming out with now. Well, especially an all-female it, cast. It's just, it's just like, let's be original, guys. Think of something yeah. else, but whatever. Uh, I agree with that. And, and more so, why kids loved this movie so much? Because I can see maybe how adults would like yes. it. But how did kids like it? Because there's hardly any ghosts in Ghostbusters. There's hardly any ghosts. Like, Slimer's fun. And he's in the beginning, and like the whole library scene, I still enjoyed that. Yeah, but it, that was, was like just, in the first five minutes of the was. movie, and then and there's, there's a lot of nothing for about an hour, and then there's the end. Yes, exactly. As far as kids are concerned, there's not a lot. There's a lot of dialogue, also so very, I don't know. Also, how, very sexual. Yeah, very sexual. I was surprised so by how sexual it was. It's weird yeah. that kids loved about it that. so yeah. much. Actually, I think that's one of the only movies I ever thought Sigourney Weaver was attractive. I agree with that as well. Because <laughs> that's that well. usually not the case with her. Yeah, that may be Galaxy Quest. So but oh yeah, good call. But it, I was just surprised because in my memory, like I'm like, this is a comedy and ghost. This is awesome. Yep. I love it. Then I saw it as an adult. And it, I, I think my biggest problem was, and I agree with what you said about 80s comedies. Actually, 80s comedies are my favorite like decade of comedies. But I just didn't think it was funny. Like I really, besides Rick Moranis, 
I really didn't think Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray or uh, see. I never Ramos thought of really... Ghostbusters as a comedy though. But it is. Like, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, you've got the yeah, you've got Dan Aykroyd and uh, Bill Murray in it. But like, I took it more of like an action uh, fantasy movie. Well, and I agree with that. But then there's no action or fantasy besides like the beginning and end and like a small sequence in the middle. So really, what you're left with for the meat of the movie. Is what's supposed to be, I believe, a comedy. I've always thought of it as a comedy. And I just don't think it's funny. See, I don't look at that at all. I I think it's a good movie. I'm glad you like it. See, this was weird. I feel bad even talking about it. This is good because we hated the. None of us liked any of our our lists so far. So I I still think Ghostbusters holds up. I don't have a problem with the tempo of it. But I I, I can. I certainly see why you're saying it, but I disagree with you, Brandon. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. cool. Come in, Ray. Hitman! I saw it! I saw it! I saw it! It's right here, Ray. It's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? I think he can hear you, Ray. Don't move! It won't hurt you! Me. That's great! Actual physical contact! Can you move? Ray, Ray, come in, please. I feel so funky. Spengler, I'm with Bankman. Oh. You got slime! That's great, Ray. Save some for me. Okay, Jacob, you're number two, two most overrated movie of all time. Um, I'm feeling that y'all will be with me on this as well. Uh, this is mostly for a lot of fanboys out there. I cannot stand Clerks, directed by Kevin Smith. I agree. And the majority of any Kevin Smith Agreed. movie. Agreed. They, Agreed. they will always say, oh, he's so dialogue-driven, and he's so smart and quippy, and so yep. many no. pop culture references, like, Screw that. That's that's BS. This was not a good movie. And it wasn't even the fact that there are no name actors in this. I mean, I always love it when we come up with new actors who can execute well and but that's not the case here. You have a bunch of guys who are just rambling and talking, like the three of us right now in this room. Yeah. But, I mean, but we wouldn't make for a good movie. If somebody <laughs> were just to film this for an hour and a yeah. half. Which is exactly it. We're we're stuck yeah. in a in a I don't know, a shortstop. Yeah. And where these guys are honestly being nerdy nerdy pretentious. Yes. Right. Just just be, uh, bitching about all the things of pop culture that they hate or love. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. best parts of it will obviously be uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, they were the best which part. We still they don't, really those characters get better in the later movies like they Dogma. Do. Yes, in this in this case they were so random. Uh, it, like it, it was kind of funny. Like they become one more phenomenon after this movie. Yeah, it seems. I agree with that. But for everything people have always said about Clerks, which just gets like a seven point eight by the fans on IMDb and a seventy percent by the critics, I completely disagree. I give it about a four. I because thought it was pretty. I thought it was really boring. I just actually. thought it was boring and overrated. And yep. you know, I watched a lot of other Kevin Smith's movies before I saw Clerks, so I am. I like Dogma, and I didn't have a problem with Mallrats. When I saw Clerks, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, and, the, and it's his biggest. It's the one that launched him, and it's the most kind of loved. They, uh, they were like, "Well, he did it for so little amount of money. Who cares? Yeah, it's not it, a good movie. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I have zero <laughs> money. If I go make a movie, it doesn't yeah. make it a good movie because I had zero yeah. money. Look at the room. You know, Fine. yeah, I can, yeah. Hey, I can put this on the same level as the room, and I haven't even seen the room. Yet. <laughs> so the room whatever. is way better. Uh, 
Now the first one was completed and fully operational before the rebels destroyed it. We'll blow it up. Give credit where credit's due. And the second one was still being built when they blew it up. Compliments of Lando Calrissian. Something just never sat right with me that second time around. I could never put my finger on it, but something just wasn't right. And you figured it out. The first Death Star was manned by the Imperial Army. The only people on board were stormtroopers, dignitaries, Imperials. Basically. So when they blew it up, no problem. Evil's punished. And the second time around? The second time around, it wasn't even done being built yet. It was still under construction. So? So a construction job of that magnitude would require a hell of a lot more manpower than the Imperial Army had to offer. I bet they brought independent contractors in on that thing. Plumbers, aluminum siders, roofers. And not just Imperials. Is that what you're getting at? Exactly. In order to get it built quickly and quietly, they'd hire anybody that can do the job. Think the average stormtrooper knows how to install a toilet main? All they know is killing in white uniforms. All right, so they bring in independent contractors. Why are you so upset at its destruction? All those innocent contractors brought in to do the job were killed. Casualties of a war they had nothing to do with. All right, look. You're a roofer. Some juicy government contract comes your way. You got a wife and kids to two-story in suburbia. This is a government contract, which means all sorts of benefits. Along come these left-wing militants and blast everything within a three-mile radius with their lasers. You didn't ask for that. You have no personal politics. You're just trying to scrape out a living. I, I think budget was two hundred thirty thousand. I mean, fine. Not a good movie, though. I, I mean, agree. I, now, I did laugh a few times. I will say that, uh, but I, I completely agree. I would put it in my overrated li- like. I would call it overrated. It didn't make my list, but I do agree that it's overrated. Uh, there is one part that I like got a genuine big laugh out loud is when he he's upset with his girlfriend for how many blowjobs she's given. And he's like, do you think you can make it from – she's about to leave. She's like, do you think you can make it from here to your car without sucking a dick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean like that. Like I thought that part was really funny. But it's just like there's just like two or three lines that I really laughed at. But for the most part, I just felt like I was watching two dudes talk forever and it was – yep. Really Even boring. for a movie that's black and white, am I supposed to have, supposed to have pre- most movies in black and white I have an appreciation for? I think it kind of desaturated. I mean, no pun intended, but you know, a lot of the kind of maybe elements that you could draw from this for being stuck in a store. Right. I don't know if that was his way of it not of it taking some distraction out of it, so we can focus on the characters. But it doesn't work for me. And like, I'll be honest, I haven't seen this movie in about ten years because the two times I watched it back then, I was like, maybe I need to watch it again. But both times I've seen it, uh, I could care less, and I don't really remember that much from it. Yep. Outside of that, I just don't get it, and it's not as great as a lot of the fanboys make it out to be. I agree. I, I agree that Kevin Smith as a whole is overrated as well. Yeah, uh, and I like and he's that funny. He's, I like him as well, a person. I was going to yeah, say, gonna say person, I like yeah. Kevin Smith. I think but he's I don't. smart, and I think he's funny when you just see him. And I love that he's such a fanboy. Like I love that he's made it. Like he was just a fan. And cool, he made movies, and he's still a fan of movies. I like that about him, but I just don't really like his movies. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Rachel, your number two most overrated movie of all time. Freaking Frozen, man. Oh, on my honorable Rachel. mention. Yes. Screw I knew you'd be with me you. on this. Yep. I, oh. I didn't. I did not get what the big deal was. I don't get it. It's one of my least favorite Disney movies. Yep. It's like Brave Frozen. It's slightly better than Brave. Don't what, you what, what does it really to bring to the table when you compare it to all the other Disney movies out there? All right. I loved a lot about Frozen. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, I do like the relationship between the sisters. Typically, I was a cool love story with that. like every Disney movie. Here's what I thought was so different. Typically, it's always like boy meets girl, like prince, princess. It's a love story. The love story here 
was about two sisters being in love. And like, I was cool love, with that. Loving each yes, other. I was cool I thought with that. that was so cool. It was such a different everything twist. else about the movie that and, I and didn't even like. The, end. the music's not good either. No, it's oh, not. Oh, the no. music is incredible. That, that, the song that, that uh, Let It Go? That, that's a terrible it's song. Annoying. Oh, it's a great it's song. It's an annoying no, song. It's like, annoying. No, 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 no. It makes no, no. me want to like, scratch my finger and I was like, going to chalkboard because yeah, I'd rather annoying. hear that. No, I think That song sucks. It's not catchy. It's not good. Not catchy? No. You can say it's not good. Well, I'll say this. A lot of children do sing Say it's not, but it's catchy. not good. I don't think it's catchy. It's I never caught on me? to it. Everybody, I never walked around singing "Let It Go." It. Everybody knows. I it. don't. To see what I can do to test the limits and break No right, no wrong, no rules for me. I just think on the on the full scale of movies that Disney puts out over the decades, I mean it's it's not even it's nowhere near the top ten, twenty, fifteen, twenty. Uh, I don't for me at all. Like oh, I, I, mean, I think I Tangled's a far better movie. Oh, I love Tangled. Than, than I like Tangled. I love Tangled. Uh, everything too. that Pixar puts out. Period. I mean, I like Wreck It Ralph, and these are just movies that came out in the last ten years. Right. Let alone no, all the all the classics we yep. grew up with. When you get into Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Little Mermaid, um, Frozen. I'm sorry, it just doesn't touch any of those. It for doesn't. Me. Not even I love close. Frozen. I didn't I mean, laugh once. I thought the snowman. Olaf was funny. I thought he was annoying. Olaf was okay. I thought, I thought Olaf he was, was annoying. Really funny. I didn't think he was funny at all. Gosh. As far as memorable sidekicks, he's way up high for me too. I mean, like so many better ones, you know. I just, than Olaf. I, I just don't get. I it. love the music. And I, and I, I thought it was fine. beautiful because the whole wintry feel and concept. I thought it was beautiful to look at. I thought the animation was great. I love my biggest thing. I love the relationship between the sisters, and I love the music. Do you want to build the snowman? Let it go. You're crazy saying it's not catchy. You can say you don't like it, but not catchy. Come on. I walked out before I saw opening weekend before all the hype had happened. I walked out and oh, I was singing I know. Let It Go. I know. And I, I immediately downloaded it. this song. But you also sing before. God Bless the USA. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with God Bless the USA? <laughs> you sing a lot of random stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, like, I walked out and I was singing it and I loved it. It's not uncommon for you to walk out of movies singing that stuff. That is a terrible though. song. Like, I, oh, I love it. I didn't like it. I and I would be fine if kids love this movie. And I, love the twist. I would be fine with it. It's that adults love this movie. Oh, critics so love it too. I'm not alone because remember I brought it up. Oh, and y'all were making I fun know. of me. I, I was know like, they I did. Think critics liked it, and so we looked up, and it's got like ninety. Yeah, I know they did. I didn't like it. Seventy-four by critics. Seventy seven point six. What is it on Rotten Tomatoes? On, on Metascore, because Metascore is actually seventy-four on Metascore is actually not bad. I, I just didn't. I didn't like get why it was such a. Fin- if people were like, hey, I enjoyed that. That was a pretty good movie. I'd be like, cool. But since it's become, it's taken over everything for like three years or two years now yeah. or however long it's been, that Deservedly is absurd. So. One big thing about that, though, is that this, the, the, and we've talked about this a lot, is the shift in lead characters being a lot more female driven. And so, I, and I love that part of it that they are trying to hit that market for all the little girls out there. I mean, because cool generally that. it's always, well, of course, we have princesses here as well. Um, I but I mean, Inside show. Out. But but Brandon princesses. hates females, and he loved Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't hate you. Hate female I, I like, lead characters. I like, I, I like the sister dynamic. I'm with you on that, but yeah, I just think I it's just kind of a mediocre that. movie. Agreed. And the twist that it what, was. What their twist love are you that, talking about? Remember at the end. Um, that is the she love was, of the of the sibling. Yeah. It's not the love of it was uh, like the true love, the true and love. it was his, and in every movie sister. it's the true Great. love. It's, the, it's a good <laughs> twist for a kids movie that it was the sisters' love and I'm, not like I'm very the love pro of a man and a woman. The, that it was about the sisters' love. I thought that was really cool. And that was the, the one thing that, that I really that really Prince liked Charming about it. Ended up being the villain. I mean, that was a twist too. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I love Frozen. I know. I That's know fine though. With that. Because uh, as much as I hate you right now, Jacob's going to hate me much more. Way more. Well, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to bring it up an honorable mention. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> My number two most overrated movie of all time is the least shocking of this whole list, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. I've talked so much. So you're about holding it. out for my movie at number one. I figured you'd have Batman at number one. Yeah. Oh no, we've already covered that. You All hate right. yeah. the Dark uh, Knight. And, and, and honestly, I hate I hate the Dark Knight trilogy much more than what my number one is. But you're just holding out for yes. me. All right, yes. <laughs> you yep. This would actually be my number two. My number one would be my number two. But I'm holding out on purpose. <laughs> All right. Uh, here, I've talked about it so much on this. If you if you've heard this before, you know how I feel about it. But I'll just summarize really really quickly what I feel. I feel like Batman Begins was a pretty good movie uh, that just kind of went under the radar. And people were like, okay, cool, Batman's back. And then Dark Knight came out, and Heath Ledger was so amazing, agreed with that, that everybody feels like the Dark Knight was a 10 out of 10 and greatest movie ever. Which I was, gave it a 10. Uh, I gave it a 9. Though, yeah, but I it, gave it a but, 9 as well, but it but was because the of Joker, Heath Ledger. Yeah. Because the Joker was like a 20, and the I, rest of the movie was like a 5. I couldn't even tell you anything that Batman actually did no, in that movie. No, it's not, man. No, it's not. <laughs> it was a heat rip You're saying that because you it don't like Batman. Rip-off. I had so many issues with with <laughs> with the five. movie besides... It's, it's really well done. I oh, mean, it is a well lot done. of practical effects. It is well done. But I had a lot of issues. There, I would say besides... It's because you don't like Batman. You think he's a boring character. Yes. He was. Yes. So every time, he's on, every time he's not on the screen, I'm like, uh, five. Let's get back to the Joker. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, five. Get I do remember being really bored and waiting for the Joker to come back because I'm like, I don't care about this storyline. Let's get back to the one that I care about. <laughs> and then the Dark Knight Rises. And here, I will say this. Most of this comes... To the Dark Knight Rises. I almost just listed the Dark Knight Rises, but I feel like the whole trilogy is overrated because of an incredible, incredible, epic, iconic performance from Heath Ledger and a great character in the Joker. I agree with that, but I feel like the whole trilogy is elevated to this epic, like mind-blowing status because of that one role. Because the Dark Knight Rises was a piece of crap. It was garbage. It was trash. They just screwed up because it, it was there, and they just totally screwed up with Bane. They did. Yeah. They screwed up with Bane. And and I'll, here's what I felt about Dark Knight Rises. There were so many like plot holes and contrivances and conveniences. Convenience. And so many sloppy conveniences. Sto- because Christopher Nolan, he's a great filmmaker. His movies are so well written. But it's like part three, like all that got thrown out the window. And I felt like there were so many contrivances and like eye-rolling moments and things that made no sense. Yep. And those weren't there in one and two. Yeah, I, I'm with I, you on that for sure. Um, so most of my hate is aimed towards the Dark Knight Rises, but I'm going to group it as a trilogy because I do feel like the trilogy as a whole is overrated. But uh, the Dark Knight Rises is a piece of crap. Is my main the moral of the story? Even though you gave the second one a nine, and you are pretty, you admit that the first one was yeah, pretty I, good. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, you give the second one a nine though I, because I, of the Joker. But for it to be as high up as it is on IMDb, I will completely agree with you. Thank you. But thank you. However, The Dark Knight, I thought it was one of the better action movies in the last 15 years. Dark Knight's a cool movie. I'll admit, I, 
And it's all he, because of, it's, it's mostly be, because of Heath Ledger. It, it's because of Heath it's Ledger. It's an awesome background. But I will say Heath Ledger is in it a lot. And he so is. because he is in it a lot. It makes it a better movie. It makes it a really yeah. good movie. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> but I, I have a lot of hate for that, but we'll move on. I am really curious because I haven't. Do you have any clue what his number one will be? I don't. I don't know what either of your number ones will be, actually. Yeah, you know what mine is. Do I? We've had talks about this movie. The three of us have. But uh, we'll get to maybe it. Maybe I'm just forgetting. Jacob. Jacob. Uh, my number one movie is Annie Hall. Interesting. Um, I've never been a um, Woody Allen, a Woody Allen fan. Uh, he, in any lead character role, I never believe him as anyone a woman would find attractive. I agree. Uh, and that's that's a product of him writing himself into his movies. So live that fantasy world, there, buddy. Um, <laughs> You're I know right, there's. Though. I know there's some. Um, a lot of my hatred towards it goes that it did beat out Star Wars, but I can kind of get past that. And that I don't believe uh, there's that, a, there's though. a lot of dialogue and look Star Wars it, it was like this epic sci-fi that no one had ever seen before that did a lot of grand things on technical scale. Uh, then it, it still was a fun storyline, but it, it can be kind of simple, you know. And, and, but when you and you, so how do you compare that to Annie Hall? Um, I say I turned off Annie Hall the first two times I watched it. I was like, this is the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Diane Keaton drove me insane, like more than more than Woody Allen did. He at least made me laugh a couple times. And here's my only problem with it now is when I when I finally watched it the third time, and I gave myself the opportunity to get through it and get to that third act where they started to bring in outside elements, mm-hmm. uh, or I'll just say like a character he's interviewing on the street who they're even not even a main character or supporting character. They're just someone who stops and talks yeah. to and gets yeah. their opinion. I was like, okay, that is kind of cool. Yeah, I wish he'd have done that more throughout the whole yeah. movie, but then we see it more so in just the, the last third of it. I think yeah. that's right. And so I was like, okay, I can give it that because I believe around 1977 they probably hadn't seen that a whole lot in movies. Yep. Uh, I'll give it that. I never read that. That was that was uh, Henry James, right? Novel, you know the, what the sequel is? to Turn of the Screw. It's the Mind influence sexual. of television. Yeah, now Marshall McLuhan deals with it in terms of it being a, a high, a high intensity. You understand? A hot medium. What I would give for to, a large sock as with horse manure in it. What do you do when you get stuck or, on a movie line with a guy like this behind you? Wait a minute! Why can't it's I give my maddening. opinion? It's a free country. He, he, he can give you. You have yeah. to give it so loud. I mean, aren't you ashamed to pontificate like that? And and the funny part of it is, Marshall McLuhan. You don't know anything about Marshall McLuhan's oh, really? work. Really? I happen to teach a class at Columbia called TV, Media, and Culture. So I think that my insights into Mr. McLuhan will have a great deal of validity. Oh, do you? Yeah. Well, that's funny because I happen to have Mr. McLuhan right here. So, so yeah, just let me, let me, let me, come over here a second. Oh, Tell I, heard, him. I heard what you were saying. You, you know nothing of my work. You mean my whole fallacy is wrong. How you ever got to teach a course in anything is totally amazing. Boy, if life were only like this. I think in general, the Woody Allen movies are just so overrated, and it's more so. I Dan Keaton noise out of me, and Woody Allen. It just I just don't believe him, and he rambled on like a little baby, a whiny, insecure person, and this movie is not deserving of a Best Picture. I'm not saying Star Wars was, but what, I, I just don't think Annie Hall was as all. Hey, listen, I'm not a huge star. I like Star Wars. I like yeah. all the Star Wars movies, but I think it's definitely deserving of Best Picture. I mean, it's it's stood the test of time and changed movies in a lot of ways so i think well really really the way it's the way it's filmed is pretty well done too i mean it's just a simple storyline yeah no uh, star Star wars Wars. it's just a simple the first one's just a simple storyline um 
but it is shot really, really. Oh yeah, beautifully. It, no, it's deserving and of best uh, has great characters. I think it's more so sci-fi, and Academy's still not accepting a sci-fi and fantasy for the most part. Right, and so that's fine. I, I don't know. What are y'all's opinion of Woody Allen movies? I, I remember now that you hate this movie. You brought it up a few times. Um, Woody Allen is very hit and miss to me. For me, like very, like when I like his, I really, really like him. Like I loved Midnight in Paris. I love Blue Jasmine. I really, really liked Match Point a lot. Um, but then I really didn't like uh, like Cannon or Sisters and Bullets Over Broadway. Like he's had some that I just didn't like at all. Um, I actually liked Annie Hall. I didn't love Annie Hall, but I did like the dialogue. I agree. I I understand completely where you're coming from. It's, he does come it's, off it's as not whiny. because it beat out Star Wars. It used to be, but it's not anymore. I just think it's overrated. He does come off as whiny and rambling. I get that, but I do like a lot of the writing. I even and dialogue appreciate how they don't it. end up together. I can appreciate yes, that. I like that as well. But, which it, was a it, twist. but it's when they're together. It's like come on. Like it's just it's too much. Me. There was a lot. It was different than a lot of the movies that were out at the time. I can see why people really liked it at the time, and it was so dialogue heavy and so quirky. And, quirky is a good word. And so, and she was a different character. I can see why she annoyed you, Space Cadet. I, this, she was that does not go over well with me. But I did like the movie mostly for the dialogue and acting. I tried to watch it. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. It, it was just so boring, and and both of them annoyed me. You know, and it's also, so, and I, I don't like using this word lobby, but we it does come up though. Racist. I think it's very pretentious. Oh, it is yeah. pretentious. Yeah, and a lot of Woody Allen's movies are like that. Yeah, you know, maybe that's where people were like, "Well, look at him," and like, what does he have going for him? And so you want to pull, maybe maybe you want to pull for this scrawny little guy who you know he's the good guy, but. That. He's not very likable, though. No, he's not. He's not because he's, he's, not because like he's so. Much. He's such a. He's a bully, and he. He's a bully, and he's, he's belittling. So hateful. Uh, he's a pessimist. He, yes, pessimist. That's. Uh, he's all, a, it's like how? Why? Why would I like this guy? And he's like right. that. It seems like in every yeah, movie, he is. Yeah. <laughs> his best movies are the ones he was. He's not in. He actually Agreed. hasn't been in his recent movies, which is probably why I like those movies. Like the movies I listed that I like. Yep. He's not in any of them, and he's. He's always Woody Allen. He's always that character. And it's so distracting and it doesn't feel like a real person yep. that it, is, it takes you away from anything that he's trying to – like Annie Hall might have been a better movie had he casted somebody else in his role. I don't know. Uh, that I, I that. might agree with. Yeah. Yes. Like if you just look at the writing mm-hmm. and if it wasn't so Woody Allen-ish, then <laughs> it might be – the character might have been a little bit more likable or interesting. I liked it, I, but I, best picture is too far. I yeah. agree with that. Rachel, your number one most overrated movie of all time. Do you know what this is, Jacob? We talked about it. It angers me. I cannot I can't, think. I can't think it's of it. Avatar. Oh, duh. I intentionally I left that movie off this list entirely because I think a lot of people think of it as that. Now, as a number one, it makes total sense. Because it's so stupid. Go ahead. Well, yeah. and it's the it's made more move, money than any movie it in has. history. It has right. exactly, for best picture. which is why exactly, which is so why it definitely it made qualifies. Yeah. I believe. Sure, sure. I get I get that it broke boundaries and it was beautiful and it did all the things that it was supposed to do visually. I have no problem with it sweeping all of the awards for 
all of special effects and CGI and stuff like that. It was an impressive piece for that. However, the movie itself is garbage. It's so bad. And the fact that it made so much money and was so praised scares me that if people make movies that are pretty enough and impressive looking enough that you can just churn out complete garbage movies and people will be like, but it looked so good. Wasn't yeah. it beautiful? And it did look so good, and it was beautiful. Yeah, but this is one of the ones that definitely got, got through that because the story is so it's tacky. crap, just tacky, cliche. They didn't, and, and um, it's clearly, it's clearly like, hey, the storyline is an afterthought. We're making this movie. We want to do these special effects, so we're going to do things that will allow us to do that, and then we'll figure out the storyline later. Yeah, that's really how I felt like they made the movie, and I don't want to watch a movie with a bad storyline, regardless of how it looks. Yep, I just don't, it, and it was crap. A lot of over the top acting, over the top written characters, especially the bad guy. Uh, yes, I mean, you are not in Kansas anymore. You are on Pandora, ladies and gentlemen. Respect that fact. Every second of every day. If there is a hell, you might want to go there for some R&R after a tour on Pandora. Out there beyond that fence, every living thing that crawls, flies, or squats in the mud wants to kill you and eat your eyes for jujubes. We have an indigenous population of humanoids called the Navi. They're fond of arrows dipped in a neurotoxin that'll stop your heart in one minute. And they have bones reinforced with naturally occurring carbon fiber. They are very hard to kill. As head of security, it is my job to keep you alive. I will not succeed. Not with all of you. If you wish to survive, you need to cultivate a strong mental attitude. You've got to obey the rules. Pandora rules. Just bad, bad, bad. I mean, it's. I, I will stand by this when I watched it again uh, a couple months ago. It is so beautiful, which Rachel said. It's, it, it's shot so, like, there's so many pretty colors in it and all that. Yeah. But the story was so bad, it, it, it just really still pulled me out of it. Out yeah. Of it. Like, I, I, I love the attention of the colors. But I cannot get past the clunky right. Exactly. Which, is, which for Jacob to say, because Jacob, Rachel and I he's always He's very lean. visually yes, he's and very technically visual. driven in your yes. movie picks. You are really attracted to, like, that yeah. can sell a movie to you. So even if Jacob doesn't like it, for as beautiful and technically well done it is, that says a lot. Well, I'm also big into writing, too. Like, you I, are. I can't True. get past, like, you will never be one of the people, Brandon. You know, like, I... I, I it was so... I, I, it was so heavy-handed... Yeah, I don't do um, well with heavy-handed. It pushed its uh, agenda down your throat in a very heavy-handed way, an obvious way. And Brandon gave it a 10. I did not give it a 10. You gave it a 9. I gave it a 9. Because, and I, and I, and I agree with everything you said, and I get why, I actually would call it overrated. I, if you were to but say. But you're one of the people that rated it a 9. You're part of the problem, Brandon. Here was why that yeah. I couldn't get past the fact that. Now we've got three more of these to go through. It had done something special. Like, I will <laughs> always remember Avatar for blowing my mind visually didn't blow my mind i was like that's cool no when i saw it in the theaters like imax 3d i was like whoa i've never seen anything that looked this beautiful this gorgeous and this technical like i was blown away by that so even though even though the storytelling and acting was bad i was like they did something special here so i could overlook the crappiness of those other things 
just because they did do something special that no other movie had done. Which before. is why I gave it a five instead of a four. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I gave it a seven instead of a you know an eight. I mean, like technically, it's so pretty, but the rest of it's just shit. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Unobtainium people. Unobtainium. That, that was just dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. All right. Here it so, comes. Jacob, do you have any guesses for this movie that I've I've kind of held under the radar and and told you about for months that I said I would wait? You've brought this movie up several times, um, and I and I've just kind of just going like, okay, yeah, um, cool. I always, I, didn't wanna, I always think I didn't it's Star Wars. Um, I, I usually think it's Star Wars. I usually uh, let's see. Honestly, Eternal Sunshine comes to mind every once in a while. I love then, Eternal Sunshine, but then Sunshine. you say you love it, so. It's got to be some kind of an action movie, yep. you, probably yes. a Spielberg movie, maybe. But I think it, I, I still think it's Star Wars or Return of the Jedi. It's not. Um, like what about like Jurassic Park or Hunt for Red October? I don't know. No, I like I, I don't like have Jurassic a clue, man. Park, and I respect Hunt for Red October. Uh, Goodfellas, I, even because oh, it's I out. love Goodfellas. Okay, well, oh, mean, because of the because the Robert De Niro Al Pacino comparisons. Right, like I think a little things Godfather. like that. But I was like, I know he likes Goodfellas. I, I thought a lot about this to at least try and. <laughs> prep myself for yes. some kind of an argument instead of getting side li- sideswiped here. Right. So, now just let's get it rip the band-aid. The Indiana Jones trilogy, well, the entire series. <laughs> you see his face. <laughs> now look, I'm with you on Temple of Doom. I think that's a bad movie. Do you? Yes. Oh, interesting. But you will not be able to convince me that first one's a bad movie. I never said a bad movie. I okay. said overrated. Or an overrated movie. I don't think they're bad movies. They are technically well done. They are shot so well. They are pretty to look at. The action sequences are done well. Here's my problem. For the record, I hated The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I hated that movie. Okay, yeah. Okay. Everybody hated that. And you, So you really only liked I liked the first and the third one. Okay. And the third one's kind of hokey. I yes. love the first movie. And most people... But here's the deal. Most people... They are one of the... It's one of the top five most beloved movie series of all time and i am like the only one it's like me against the world here so that's why like i stand alone and i get that nobody else feels the way i feel i just watch them and i try i try so hard to like them but i just like the indiana jones character i just don't care like he's he's kind of a jackass He's just kind of like not. He's not very likable. I don't, I don't agree like with he's, that. Like really? he's not. Like I just. Don't I think, think it's kind of cool that he's an archaeologist that is trying to say preserve these things for, for you know, studying and and that and yeah, it's it's kind of how can I buy into this archaeologist? That's his action star. Right. That's you know? that's another problem I have. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And then I just don't care for him. And I kind of think they're a little bit boring for action movies. Like the sequences, like there's like. How long has it been since you saw Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, you think that's I've boring the, action, sequ- action sequences? Like, like for instance, for instance, <laughs> the, I remember the sequence where like he's in a truck and there's like a chase scene. And it, I feel and he's like, like it kicking lasts, all the guys off of it. We're talking yeah, about Raiders, right? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like it Look, lasts you can like talk all the trash and other ones you want and I'll be fine with that. But I want you to tell me why Raiders is not a good movie. I really like the scene where the dude pulls out the knife and he shoots him. I thought that was <laughs> oh, really yeah. funny. It's, it's great. I thought it's that genius. was hilarious. Uh, I've and always I love, liked that. And I love the opening sequence. Yeah, yeah. Love the opening sequence. I, I think it's I, there's, there's, I a, the there's a lot of humor he, in this first movie as well where like, you know, the fact that he hates snakes cuz you know, who doesn't I was who doesn't, say, who doesn't hate I, snakes? That's actually my favorite thing about um, Indiana Jones cuz I actually I still snakes, I love the violence 
in Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is crazy because it still was a PG movie. Did you know that? Yeah, that's insane. Um, it's just that's before they had PG-13, but that's insane that it was a PG I movie agree. before someone's head exploded. Did you know that case before? So I don't know how long it's been since you've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, but uh, the guy's head exploded. And they're like, nope, no, that's too much. Um, and so they put fire in front of it, and that's what gave it a PG Really? Yes. That was that. the only reason they changed it from an R to a PG. That and that's that's not insane. Even, yeah, that is because right before that, a guy's face melts off. Yeah. Before the guy before that, his face implodes and just me- yeah, I mean, that it's is disgusting. Um, but I I I love the story. I'm only going to talk about Raiders here because I don't like Temple. I've never liked. Temple well, it's interesting because I'm I'm including the whole. I think Raiders is by far the best one. Easily, but that doesn't mean one. you think it's not overrated. I think it's overrated, but you know how you said. This doesn't mean I hate the movie because yeah. I don't hate the movie mm-hmm. because I can appreciate. Here's the thing: it is so beloved, like it is. So, I think like, it's one of the best action films and most perfectly done action films of all time. And that's what most people think, and that's why I think it's overrated. But I mean, it's, but see, there's fun, there's humor, there's a love interest. Uh, I think Harrison interest, Ford is I'm a like, great turn. <laughs> he's convincing that he could be this a caring archaeologist who turns around and is like this badass jumping up back and forth off cars. <laughs> but that's where that's where Harrison Ford was a great action star. Obviously, we've come to the right men. Now you seem to know uh, all about this tennis. Uh, no, no, not really. Ravenwood is the real expert. Abner did the first serious work on tennis. He collected some of its relics was his obsession, really. But he never found the city. Frankly, we're somewhat suspicious of Mr. Ravenwood, uh, American being mentioned so prominently in a secret Nazi cable. Oh, rubbish. Ravenwood's no Nazi. Well, what did the Nazis want him for, then? Well, obviously, the Nazis are looking for the headpiece to the Staff of Ra, and they think Abner's got it. What exactly is a headpiece to the Staff of Ra? Well, the Staff is just a stick. I don't know, about this big. Nobody really knows for sure how high it is. It's, uh, it's a cap with an elaborate headpiece in the shape of the sun with a crystal in the center. And what you did was you take the staff to a special room in Tadness, a map room with a miniature of the city all laid out on the floor. And if you put the staff in a certain place at a certain time of day, the sun shone through here and made a beam that came down on the floor here and gave you the exact location of the Well of the Souls. Where the Ark of the Covenant was kept, right? Which is exactly what the Nazis are looking for. You have to, and I'll and I'll totally give you this because George Lucas has his hand in some of this stuff, and I think George Lucas can do has done terrible things to movies. Yes, uh, and obviously. Uh, the Kingdom of Crystal Skull is a great example. I just forget that even exists. Right, oh, it was terrible. Right. It was terrible. Um, but I can I buy into the first movie a lot. Because it did, I don't think it took itself too seriously. Whereas maybe the other ones did when they became more hokey or humorous. They were very hokey, yeah. Um, I thought it was fun when we had Sean Connery in the third one, and he that was, was a fun favorite, movie. He was my favorite character in the entire you know, series. But it, but it's like, how much can we do with Indiana Jones? Uh, if they are going to reboot these, which is rumored, and, unless they're already in, starting to do that, because right now the lead character, the lead, the lead guy Ford, is what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yeah, yeah, uh, and so because they want like this arrogant uh, kind yeah. of star, yeah. but see, and they're basing that off of Harrison Ford, right? And, and and how he does in most of his roles, which this might anger you, but I don't find Harrison Ford that oh, charming. I know, and a friend of mine but heard our I, podcast of the, day, the other day. She's like Harrison Ford, but I mean the guy is the numbered four uh, all time of of, of uh, let's see of his total movie sales. I think I believe it's like five hundred billion dollars is what his total. 
movies have, have well he was in Star Wars and Indiana Jones yeah. certainly so, helps I mean, like, but yeah, I mean yeah. like but he's still in other great movies too but yeah you're yeah. right Star yeah. Wars Star yeah. Wars and Indiana and, 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 like <laughs> yeah. two biggest Chris okay. Pratt just can't help but be charming so he's going to be a charming Indiana Jones even right. if he is a total jackass he just can't help it yeah oh, he no, just I, is I, so I, that'll I be different like, from Harrison Ford can you say Harrison Ford over, over other actors well I don't think of Harrison Ford as this great actor but we already had this conversation already but uh I've always well. Let's just go back to the Indiana Jones in general. Like, what more can we do with these movies? And you know, the Crystal Skull proved that. What else can we do with this? Because I mean, that's why Raiders was so cool because we dealt with like these um, a lot of religious stories you and yeah. and so that and and the violence that came with it was really kind of jaw dropping. But then you do Temple of Doom and you have these men being fed to alligators and ripping guys' hearts out with their hands. And it's like I don't know if I can really completely. Right. How can I say? How can I say I don't buy into that? But then I turn and I buy into them opening up the ark. I don't know. Right. But yeah. I am because I think it's a better done movie. Whereas there's just some cheap effects in there Temple are. of Doom. Yeah. And I mean, they got back to a little bit better part of it in, in uh, Last, Last Crusade. Crusade. Yeah. But still, but the first indie movie I thought was fantastic. And most people don't, and listen, I gave the first one like a seven. So it's not like I hate the movie and I can appreciate it. It's just that it's. So beloved, everybody. Like, I am, like, alone in this. I'm like, nobody else sees what I see. Like, I just, I don't really like the character all that much. Like, I think he's really fascinating. I just think, like... Like like you said, like, I don't necessarily totally buy into it. Why beat a guy with your whip when you just shoot him with your gun? (laughs) That's probably my favorite part of the entire So at least he's smart. Yeah, he's smart. (laughs) He's smart. I just... He's not very likable. I don't buy the don't love so. story. Like I just don't think he's but he's, but he's, he's kind of like the, a smart. He's doing it for the preservation of history. Mm. I feel like he's kind of doing it selfishly. He's kind of arrogant. He's yeah, he's I so feel like arrogant. he's doing it for no. his own name. No, I don't buy that. I at think all. he loves the thrill of doing. It. Like he's so smarmy. Like I don't like. Okay, like most action heroes. Like I, I feel like th- there's some likable qual. Like what what is there likable about India? It's his intelligence. I agree he's intelligent, well, but I mean, like personality-wise, like, like, like I feel like he's kind of rude to everybody. I feel like he's kind of like – I don't have a problem with that. But who's he rude to? The the, the bad guys? Just, you know? He's just so – he's just so – I, I get both that. of your sides. I watched Indiana Jones as a kid, and I have a fondness for the Indiana Jones series, all of them. Uh, but I don't – as an adult, when I think about Indiana Jones, he's not really that likable. I, I enjoyed the movies. I was entertained by them. We watched them all the freaking time. But do I really like Indiana Jones as a character? Mm, no, he doesn't do a whole lot for, for me. For me, and, and again, like, I don't, here's, here's the thing. I don't really <laughs> dislike Indiana Jones. I just don't get why he's like one of the top three I, most iconic of all time. Right. That's, that's I, basically what I'm saying. Probably like, I don't because dislike Because for 1980, him. you didn't see a lot of this. You know, well, and it's not even sci-fi. The time. Film. You know, it's yes, it's fantasy and adventure, action and adventure, and so maybe it's just more so the time it came out, and so over the years it has this great appreciation. But it was still done by Spielberg, and who was still doing pretty good movies, George Lucas, right? And uh, it was just a, it was a fun story. You know, the idea of it. It is a fun story, For, and that's why I liked fun. watching them as as kid. So that's why I mean, like, if you're going to say Godfather is the best of all time. I mean, it's for the time period it came out, you know, and then so that sort of thing. There's a lot of nostalgia that goes with people saying these are some of the best movies of all time. Right. And the same yeah, can be said true. for Raiders because it was 1981. Yeah, that is so, true. So we got to actually move on because we're on a time limit at this point. Uh, so interesting. I never saw that coming. You didn't? Uh, but yeah. I, now that I think about it, you never really talked about it. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm uh, not convinced. 
but you didn't convince me though that he's smarmy and unlikable. I think he's totally likable. So yeah, it, <laughs> I just for being such an iconic like he's like top three five. James Bond's a dick, and he's one of the, the yeah. One I don't like him either. Yeah, I don't really like James Bond. Either. <laughs> I don't either. Just, well, I guess it's just personal yeah. preference then. You like uh, what's his name in Home Alone? I love yeah, I Kevin, love McAllister. Kevin McAllister. Okay, so our honorable mentions will go through quickly. Jacob, honorable mentions, most overrated movies of all time. Um, Rocky Ford, and I know it's not the re- the only reason why. This is one of the few exceptions I had when I said I, I um, turn my list off. Uh, that it's it's kind of a it's already it's like, it's like a forty five on the, the critics on IMDb, but I don't care. Everyone usually said this is their favorite Rocky. And I just think it's just the dumbest movie. I just it's don't a bad it. movie, but I like it. That's the thing. Does that, does that make it excusable? Rocky's I, just, I actually started like watching it the other day, and I, and I was like, this is just dumb. And then, of course, I resorted to uh, Cinema Sins, and it just rips it apart. So, eh. anyway, I know you all love Scarface. I think Scarface is just a bad movie for a guy that I can't pull for. And I already have made my opinion known about how I feel about Brian De Palma films and how I think he's yeah. a hack. Um, I just never cared anything about the character. I don't really think it's that well of a, that 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 movie's done very well. I think uh, Pacino overacts it. Love it. Um, I know you do. Absolutely love um, it. Of course. Uh, look, I put Brokeback Mountain on here because I think I'm trying to put aside that it's one of the first you know movies that shows gay characters out there. I just think it's an overrated storyline. I agree with that. Um, and I didn't have a big problem with it. it. I, I thought it was a fine movie, but I thought it was over. I think it was overrated because it was about gay people. Yeah, okay. uh, Inglorious Bastards and Kill Bill, uh, both movies. Uh, and look, I love Tarantino, but I do not like these movies, Inglorious Bastards, because I hate the storyline with the woman in the red dress I think it's completely distracting and he missed opportunities we said last week where we could have had more Brad Pitt more of us Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz and as far as the Kill Bill movie goes I'm just not convinced that that chick could do that I'm sorry I agree yeah. I, yeah. I get that Agreed. I get that uh, and I don't care that's too violent I don't I, I like that he was actually going for certain looks in these movies he was doing like a tribute to Asian films I'm totally cool with that I just don't like the story at all I get that I um, like them but I get it yeah I put Spider-Man on here for you, but I've been about Spider-Man quite <laughs> yeah, a bit. Mostly because Tobey Maguire. That was convincing. Yeah, that uh, was expected. Yeah, uh, Mulholland Drive. I still all wa- my honorable mentions. While I list. still say that uh, uh, Naomi Watts was amazing in it, the movie's crap. It's crap. And don't sit there and tell me whoever's listening that oh you just don't understand it. No, it's yeah. a dumb story. Agreed. 100%. And uh, I'm not so. I, I need like a, a A B C. You know, first yep. act. Second at third back movie. If I'm thinking outside the box, this one just made zero sense. It was almost my number five. Uh, I have four Academy Award movies here that I think they're all overrated. Uh, art, the artist, which you all know, I think it's just like, it. because it was a black and white silent film. That's BS that it should have won, let alone be nominated. Um, the English Patient, too long and boring. Uh, Shakespeare in Love uh, beat out Saving Private Ryan, which Saving Private Ryan, I will argue, sometimes can be overrated because of the story itself. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go out there and risk 10 men's life for one guy. Yeah. Still a much better, well-made movie Absolutely. than Shakespeare in Love. And then the last one, which I'm actually surprised that this is on my list itself, but I think Gladiator is overrated. I love Gladiator. And I've sat on that for years, and I loved it when I first saw it. I loved it for years after I saw it. I now think it's an okay movie. I still think it's a good movie, but I don't think it's a best picture movie. I really, I, get I more so think it won because of Braveheart, maybe winning I or get something that. like that. I get that. I just don't, and I think there are times it's shot really well. I just don't think it holds up over time. I get that. Yeah, I like it a lot, but I get it. And I still like it a lot too. I still give it an eight. 
But uh, as far as winning best picture, no. Oh, last one. I'm sorry. I have to bring this up. I forgot about it. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. There's a BS movie about a pretentious girl or just a <laughs> shitty person in general. I think <laughs> I, I, I've known a couple of girls like this and they love Audrey, Audrey Hepburn's role in Breakfast at Tiffany. And she does nothing but she treats men like shit and she thinks she can get away with it because she's pretty. That doesn't work for me. Yeah, I agree with <laughs> that. Fair enough. She's a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rachel, your honorable mentions. Uh, I'm just going to say mine real quick. I don't have that many. Born Trilogy. Didn't yes. get it. Thought they were all the same movie. Were kind of boring. Uh, the Blind Side, because it was nominated for Best Picture, and that movie was stupid yeah, and was manipulative. Not yep. even on deserving of a of on my list of being well. nominated. And then The Hurt Locker. Just because I thought I did think it was a good movie. I didn't think it was the best movie of the year, and I didn't think it was even close to being the best movie of the year. Uh, well, thank God it beat Avatar, though, right? Yeah, I mean, that like, was a, that was least, a least pro least that technically decision. well yeah. done. I thought the war side of it's really good. Yeah. But, I, but that was just a bad, bad year in movies. Terrible year I for movies. I, those are both on my list. Hurt Locker, Blindside, Seven Samurai, much beloved that I can't stand it, Fargo, uh, two Pixar movies. I love uh, Fargo. <laughs> uh, two Pixar movies, Up and Finding Nemo, liked him. Oh, totally on board with Finding Nemo. Yeah. Up, I just never thought it was that good to begin with. Yep. But Finding Nemo was not a good nope. movie. It was. It is a boring kids movie. Yep. I hate it anytime the kids want to put it on. It's like, no, we're going to watch something way better than that. Yep, I totally agree. Yep. Uh, Rosemary's Baby, uh, horror movie, to- thing is totally overrated. And my last one that hasn't been mentioned because you guys have mentioned a lot of them, uh, Raging Bull. It's so beloved uh, by critics, considered one of the great performances and uh, movies of all time. I think it's overrated. I thought about Raging Bull, but ultimately I think Robert De Niro is so good in it. He is great and in it. And it's so pretty to look at. It's so well done. I, 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 Not quite on board, but I understand. That is Pulp Fiction, the top five most overrated movies of all time. Thank you for listening.